Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Welcome back, my kindred, to Blood and Syrup, a Vampire the Masquerade live play podcast. I am Savanya Dracul, your host through this world of darkness. The Coterie was ordered to pay an ongoing $10 million per month to the new Note Nostra in exchange for New Haven's safety. Everett tried to negotiate, threaten, and otherwise persuade Felix Sanguino into releasing them without committing to the deal. Doris and Val even offered to stay behind as collateral, but Evangeline managed to make a convincing false promise that they would start paying. But as they had home, who was pursuing them now? Abandon hope, all ye who listen here. Val, you are opening up with a Tech-9 through two open windows into another vehicle where a passenger is also opening up with a Tech-9 into your vehicle. Yep. We are going to be rolling two firearms checks. Sure. Uh, Because you're strapped in, you don't get to dodge. Because they're strapped in, they don't get to dodge. However, the people on the outside do. I'm assuming I'm catching some of this. Yes, you are going to be rolling a Dex and Athletics uh, at minus one. Because it normally would be minus two for no cover. Your cover is Val. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Cannot move. Which is also happening in the other vehicle. Evangeline slash Laura, yeah. you look like you're having I a thought. I know. I would like to reach through the center piece yeah. in the back, unbelt Percy, and pull him into the trunk with me and hold him. Okay. I would like a dex and athletics from you for that. Okay. Doris, what are you doing in this brief moment in time? Um, I think... I would like to see whether Doris can tell whether this is just Val being Val or whether this is Val going beast mode. Because mm. I think she has a feeling and I'm trying to figure out, I'm trying to figure out, I think partially it might be like Claire knows that this is beast mode. And I just want to see if Doris, because like, Great. Let's I do think a, in her mind, she's going to pull out her blood and reach around and just go <laughs> chuck into her mouth. Let's do a wits and a cult. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, that'll be the role. We, everybody else can roll their shit. I got two successes. I was going to say, hold the results because I got to do a bunch of checks. No, it's okay. I I don't mind. There was no wrong answer. I just need them in a specific order. Oh, shit. (laughs) Are you going to hell with me? No, I got a messy successy. Great. I mean, kind of then. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) She definitely has that. You lean forwards and jam this shit in her mouth. Val, can you roll me a single D10? Come on. Come on. It's a six. Nothing changes. Fuckity fuck. But can you, did you already roll your gunfire? No, I didn't know. Is is it? Fabulous. Then you're going to be doing that at a minus Minus one one penalty for having a vial jammed in your mouth. Yep. Uh, (laughs) It will be dexterity and firearms. Okie dokie. And minus one. There you go. Oh, messy successy. (laughs) It's just one success from me. One success from you. Okay, versus, so that'll be one superficial damage to driver. Uh, They got two successes on their farm, but it was coming from your guns. That's actually not what one one damage that will be 
four damage because it's tech nine and you're opening up, which is I have that. So don't worry, you're good. Uh, You, in turn, take five superficial damage, which is divided in half. Body armor. And we'll take one off for body armor. So you'll take two. Okay. Everett, what did you roll? A one. Okay. One success, I should say. So you take four (laughs) superficial damage cut in half with another subtract one for the body armor. So you take one superficial damage. Just be the one box. I don't have a lot Danger. of boxes to work with. Danger. Yep. It's not great for you. No. Nope. Agreed. The other person. Uh, their driver manages to dodge the, the <sighs> rounds altogether. Uh, what was your dex in athletics? Two. That's enough for you to be able to pull oh, this thank off. God. Uh, he's still belted in, but you've yanked him through the seat into the trunk because the belt had enough give for you to do that. Oh, so he's excellent. not fully free, but he is out of this cool. direct line of fire. Uh, the driver on the other side. Yells, ah, fuck, and just throws something into your car and then pulls away. Everett, it's ended up in your lap. Uh, can you roll me a wits and awareness? This is just in how with it is Everett right now, yeah. having been shot again. Everett's not super with it. Um... Two successes. Two successes. Uh, something has been hurled into your lap by an enemy vehicle that is pulling away. Yeah, that's all the information I really need. Um, I, sorry, Val, I do not wait for my window to go down. I just want to pick it up and smash it out of the passenger window. Wonderful. Can you roll me a strength and brawl? Never mind. It's going to stay in here. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, brawl, I only get the one for when I'm fighting kindred. So just these. Oh, two successes. Wonderful. You smash your elbow against the window, forgetting it's reinforced. Mm -hmm. Uh, It does not give. At the same time, you try to throw the object and it bounces off the window. It falls to your feet. And at that point, it starts ringing and you realize it's a cell phone. Oh, God. (laughs) No. All right. Oh, God. That was so stressful. (laughs) Now we cut over to Val, who is back in control of her faculties, having shot the shit out of Oh, I feel better? Yeah, you feel better. You you fired a Tech-9 into people in a very not advantageous tactical situation. So Val stops as (laughs) she was grabbed Everett's hand to put on the wheel and was going to go out the window to the next car. And then she's like, wait. (laughs) And she can she look into the car? Do do I recognize any of these people? Uh, like, you oh, that's a good question. Roll me a wits and awareness because you don't have much of a view. So this is gonna be a fucking yeah. hard check. Okay. I also like how you uh, got your faculties back basically right after I shoved the blood in your mouth. So no one knows. <laughs> no it one knows. For the record, yeah, this this only... for you is this works. <laughs> yes, because based on the timing, it one hundred percent works. It's only one success for me. One success, you do not know. Admittedly, you got a chance to look through two tinted windows into a car at night while they were firing a gun that yep. was blazing 100%. in your face. Well, so you do are not they know who still this is. firing at us. They have peeled away, and that car is like slowing down. But another three cars have oh pulled on behind what? you in SUVs that are pursuing. Jesus. Uh, who is anybody looking forward? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I Doris, you're the only one who has a chance. Can you roll me a wits and awareness? Oh, fuck. Yeah, I mean, I also got a messy success. I don't know whether that does That's anything. why you immediately got it in your mouth oh, for free okay, and it happened. Sure. So was like it was just like, it. nope, you're like, this did it. Bam, okay, in it. the mouth. It fucked up her ability to shoot. And now you got think it. it cured her. Okay, wits and awareness? Wits and awareness. Oh, no. I got a beast of failure. <laughs> <laughs> Can we fucking stop? Can we, we are, stop? We are cursed. <laughs> this day is what are cursed. What the odds? <laughs> Two ones, baby. <laughs> I'm so. What is wrong? 
with this game? Oh, I'm so tired. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh, so, I'm gonna cry. <laughs> normally, I would, I would, you know, randomize this, but we are in a very particular circumstance oh. where several people have fired weapons into this car. Mm. It's been a very stressful evening. Do You've I engaged in combat. Uh, instead of a random compulsion, uh-huh. you need to do harm to these motherfuckers because they came in and they caused some shit. And like you tried to help Val, but they're still coming. Nope, you were wrong. The answer is harm. Your beast needs you to do damage to these interlopers. What do you do? Um, Are we still driving? Yes, you are. Oh, shit. Um, oh, my God. Um. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> that means Claire figured out what she did. Is one of, is one of the cars stopped? Uh, there are, are two that are slowing down. There's one that's far behind you, and there's one that's slowing to further away. <laughs> Can I throw myself out of the car and get to them? We are going so fast, Doris. <laughs> are, are, we, are we still going? You're like, still going. So what I would say speeds? is you can't get to the ones that are slowing down, but the three that are closing in on the car now, yes, you could jump onto one of the new cars. I'm Fast and Furious. <laughs> I'm going to get into that car. You open the door. <laughs> Can you roll me? <laughs> I've got my knife I out. Need, I need child lock. Can you roll me? You do. You really do. I'm on the trunk. Uh, can you roll me a dexterity and athletics? What's your no. die pool for that? Uh, three. Three. Add two bonus dice because this is fucking insane. <laughs> and I kind of want it to happen. Come on, baby. That's, um, that's two success. The back door opens. Everyone in the car starts to panic. Doris, you draw (laughs) forth your blade and you leap majestically (laughs) towards this SUV. And you fall three feet short of landing on the hood and slam into the highway. (laughs) You take four points of superficial damage, which is rounded down to two and does not go further because body armor does not help you jump out of a moving car onto the highway and hit the asphalt. I'm getting up, goddammit. I'm going to stand in front of the car. I have to roll for the pursuing SUV. Just a moment. (laughs) No. 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 What was was the point of all that posturing and deal making, you know? (laughs) The following SUV barely, barely manages to dodge around you. You luckily don't get winged. But there are more cars coming, Doris. You are now standing on the highway. In a knife fight with in, oncoming traffic. In a traffic. knife fight with oncoming traffic. Cool. With the enemies having driven past you after your friends. You are oh, in the center coming. lane. They're driving at like 140. <laughs> <laughs> they are very gone. You jumped out of a fucking car on the so you're standing there now in this weird the weirdest four seconds of this show yet what's happening inside the car that's driving away with her all of you having seen her jump out miss and hit the ground hey evangeline didn't see anything evangeline is in the trunk and laura is hiding behind her hair I see Doris in the rear view mirror. Getting oh, starting small, getting smaller. Brandishing her neck. <laughs> Fuck Doris. Oh, <laughs> fucking goddamn bullshit. 
Can I? Is there a, like a berm in the middle of the There lane? is a berm in the middle, so you cannot switch around to the other side of the highway, but you could crank it into a Yui and try to follow the like dirt side road that technically is I, I got to like Yui this car into the dirt road on the side and go the opposite way to try and get oh, back to Doris. Man. Please oh, roll me one hell of a uh, strength and drive. Okay. okay. Tyler is being so patient right now, guys. <laughs> Oh. I'm so scared. I don't think I should do anything additional to it. We just got to see what happens. Oh, no. It's three successes. Just a second. <laughs> Through an absolute fucking miracle, all three of the pursuing SUVs fail to T-bone you as you crank it around through traffic. You are now driving along the dirt side of the road back towards Doris, who is brandishing a ritual silver blade She's running. against oncoming traffic. I've She's got my four Are you running run. back towards yeah, these guys Yeah, because my compulsion is like I have to hurt them. So it's like I'm going to run until I get back. I mean, like, she's so just trying. The she's SUVs trying. are cranking it out to follow you back. Oh, yes. Oh, God. Okay. Hat is lifted up. Danger is pulled put back They on. have cleared the traffic now, but you are running towards them on the side of the road, like straight towards the SUVs? Yes, gun out. Okay, so you are crossing the highway <laughs> with a Derringer and a Dagger as just regular people drive by. I have to do tests for, I'm going to say three regular cars to see if just the average pedestrian doesn't hit you with a car. <laughs> Guys, I'm so sorry. For, can, can you roll me a dexterity and yeah. athletics? Oh, I oh, love this. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, knocking around in the trunk over there. Yeah. Yep. Oh my god. Oh no, that's a giant failure. How many did you roll? I just uh I, none. Okay. So fuck. <laughs> um <laughs> that was their difficulty to hit you. <laughs> that was your dodge. <laughs> Zero. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, what's your damage at right now? <laughs> We're gonna do this math together. Um, well, I mean, I have You've taken two so two far, right? Superficial damage. Yeah. Okay, so for the first, fuck, <laughs> the first car hits you for six superficial damage. Oh so just cross off three of those boxes because it's a fucking car. They're gonna meet Joe Black. You. <laughs> oh, yes. What? You said they're going to meet Joe Black, you? If you ever meet Joe Black, he gets hit by a car and he bounces into another car and another car? Yeah. Oh, my God. The second like, car. Evangeline and Teddy saw this happening, but no. it's happening to Doris yeah. and not Mel. The second car rolls. Evangeline would feel really bad if she had any idea this was going on. The second car rolls so poorly, it gets minus two successes because it yes. was a wash with three ones. Oh. So it misses you altogether because it Great. plows into the car that just hit you, <laughs> taking them both out. Oh my God. The third car. No. <laughs> Managed to get two successes, doing another six superficial oh damage God. to you, which will give you two more superficial damage yep. and turn one into an aggravated. Okay, so... Also, we haven't used this rule in combat, but you've been hit by multiple cars <laughs> and the ground going at like 140. So 
you are going to because all of your chart is filled with aggravated <laughs> with damage now. You are impaired. It's, superficial. All my it's all superficial, superficial. But you are impaired, so you're at minus two <laughs> dice to all physical pools <laughs> because you have been injured so badly by multiple kids. <laughs> but you have successfully cleared traffic. <laughs> So she's just dragging one leg behind yeah, her. Yeah, you are just... she's walking with a gun outside. Meet Joe Black. They are driving towards you being pursued by three SUVs. You are running towards them. <laughs> and behind you, two more SUVs pull off the highway from the nearest entrance. I'm just going to shoot the second that I have eyes on a target. Great. They're behind Cherry, so... Oh, okay. Does she just see headlights or does she actually see us? <laughs> Can you roll me a with some eyes? <laughs> Yep. Oh, I sure can. Um, that's one success. Headlights. Cool. You just see so. a car coming at you. That so <laughs> you could not fire because you're not sure who it is, and you know they're ahead. Which you haven't been firing at random cars, so no. I think you wouldn't until you were sure it was a villain. So that's fine. That's correct. You yeah. just don't know. So yeah, you're still hurrying forwards. Yeah. Uh, Val, you are now driving directly towards Doris, and she's coming at you. <sighs> I gotta stop. Doris. Oh, my windows rolled down already. Doris, come here and get in the fucking car. <laughs> you stopped, I assume? Yeah. Okie dokie. She's just dragging. I have to hurt them. <laughs> I have to make them pay. Oh, I'm I'm stopped and popping the trunk. Clark, <laughs> fucking help. <laughs> no, they have to pay for what they've what the, done. Okay. What the? Eventually, what do you do? <laughs> what the? Bone jutting out of her leg. <laughs> yeah, so Doris is still sprinting forward. That's its own story. Val, you're in the driver's seat. You played your gamble here. Evangeline, you and Percy are now exposed to the air and three oncoming SUVs. Doris, get, get the a, fuck in! And are you yelling from inside the trunk or are you looking out? Is she looking out? And she, like Evangeline is like scrambling out of the trunk now to try to like grab Doris no. around the waist and pull oh, her no, in. Great. No, no, no. She's is there, there's a phone ringing. I was gonna say, this whole Everett, time. there's a phone yeah. ringing in your lap. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, what are you the doing? The hard turn and then the hard stopping. He's just been fumbling for this phone, <laughs> just down by his legs and stuff like that. Uh, and we stopped, and there's shouting, and he's finally got his hands on it, and he just comes up. Hello. <laughs> Howdy, I'm Everett Fry. I'm taking a little break from solving vampire crimes to talk to y'all about the Dum Dums and Dice Patreon. If you go to patreon.com slash dumdumdice, you can support these fine folks that bring you this show and other shows at a number of different levels. Well, hell, for just $1 a month, you get access to the patron-only Discord. Now, I don't know what a Discord is, but it's my understanding that it's a place where a bunch of the fans gather and hang out, and it's quite active. Hell, even some of the cast members show up on there, and they're quite active, too. So if that uh, tickles your fancy into something you'd be interested in checking out, well, just head on over to patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E. What the hell's a Patreon? while this is happening. I mean, you're not going to get much out of this phone call while we're doing the other thing, but all you hear is like, stop what you're doing. This is insane. We just need to talk. Are y'all loyalists? Yes. 
all right, and I'll hang up and just try to get control of my deputy. <laughs> Meanwhile, outside, the one SUV, oh, fuck, <laughs> the first SUV pulls up and around the side of Cherry on the outside of traffic. The other one pulls out on the right side as you realize the, the two that you can see that Doris has not looked back to see because Doris is insane, pull in and kind of form a wall around you. The last one goes forwards and like does the reverse brake check of just bumping into the back of you so Cherry cannot move. Yep. You got as many words as you got on the phone. Evangeline, you're trying to grab Doris. Yep. Let's do a competing check here. I'm going to need strength and brawl versus... Are you trying to fight back or are you just trying to snake around to I'm shoot someone? I'm trying to someone? snake around. Dexterity and athletics, Oh, please. I got no athletics, sir. Okay. Uh, I'll rouse for this for sure. Nope. Okay, so that's in 100 days for me. <sighs> so then I guess I'm wrong. One. Days. Guys, this is not going to end well for me. Uh, oh, four successes. Fuck, I got one. All right, Evangeline swings at you to grab you. Misses all together and falls to the ground. Mm-hmm. You are surrounded by SUVs with people getting out of them, pulling up guns. I'm going to shoot the first one I see. Great. Let's... Probably the first one. No, no, that's a lie. I'm going to shoot the one that's closest to Val's door. Okay, that makes sense. You're shooting at the SUV. The, the first pursuit SUV. It was yes. one of the first one you saw. That makes sense. Uh, someone gets out of the passenger side. People are getting out of the rear doors. So there are two on the vehicle side, front door and rear door. And there mm-hmm. are two people getting out the doors on the other side of the SUV that are further away. Are you going for like passenger side closest to the driver's Whichever door? Whichever one's closest to me. Great. That'll be that one. So Great. let's take your shot. We're looking at decks and firearms. Okay, just decks then. <sighs> oh, fucking. Oh, fuck. Uh, two successes. Uh, you managed to hit them. No. So they <laughs> Yes, because then I'm done. A bullet <laughs> plugs into their shoulder. They spin and fall. <clears throat> oh, no. And you are returned to reality, Doris, where you realize your body is falling apart. You're a hot mess. You just shot the people surrounding you who clearly have more guns than your team does and eventually fell down trying to tackle you. She just goes, oh, no, and just drops everything. The rest of the people in the SUVs are climbing out, all very heavily armed. Uh, all of them aiming at Cherry, which has been forced to stop to try to save the officer who jumped out of the car. And you just hear a voice that says, get out of the car and quit fucking around. Yeah, Everett will uh, get out and shout, like, everybody stop. They're loyalists. Uh, yeah, Evangeline goes over to the trunk and unhooks Percy and holds him again. And Belle will just get out of the car and stand there. And you just see... A figure that you recognize, Val, from the underworld. Doris, can you roll me a wits and awareness? Mm-hmm. Three. Yep, that's enough. Uh, you both recognize this figure. They are tall, uh, haggard, very thin, very gaunt with black hair that hangs to their shoulders. There's something a little bit moldering and a little bit creepy about them. It's all very white skin, dark, jet black, everything else. Just this menacing, hunched, would be nearly six and a half feet tall, except they're just lanky and kind of brought over, leaning forwards with this big shotgun. This is Morpheus Mobius. Uh, and they are... Classic old school loyalist Note Nostra. Mm. Renowned for uh, extreme violence, sadistic proclivities, 
the exact kind of person you would look at and go, I don't want to be in an alley with that person. And the instinct would be 110% correct. Yeah. Mm. Uh, that's what you know. And they say, all right, here's the deal. We know what you fuckers agreed to do with those traitors in the tower. And we want the same deal. Nancy sent me. Nancy Kane, the true leader who should be sitting at the top of the tower. There's also like highway vehicles driving by because there's been like an accident. People yeah. are like slowing and going on the far side. <laughs> and then you see a couple of people just get out of their cars and fucking book it when they see the sheer number of rifles. So it's just it's a fully parked highway now. Yeah. <laughs> we need $10 million by the end of the month, too. You pay them, you pay us. Whoever you don't pay fucking kills you. Get it? Yeah, we got it. Look, it's getting early. Can we all get home? We're out in the middle of nowhere. Yes. But how do we know you'll follow the new deal? Well, what, what? You gonna send in a team of uh, four people to uh, report on us or whatever like they're doing? No, that's stupid. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm gonna send 20. And me. All right, well, just follow us, I guess. <laughs> Excellent. And they do. <laughs> the collection oh of SUVs follow you into New Haven, peeling off into the edges of the Gangrel Quarter, where there are a collection of ruined buildings where they can hide out. Oh, my God. And you all go back to the station. Uh, do you take Doris to the hospital? What is your plan for Doris? Admittedly, she looks really fucked up from having been hit by every car on the highway. <laughs> but she is actually in enough case that if you could get somebody to do a blood drop for you from the hospital, she could just get healed up without requiring a hospital bed. It's almost all superficial damage, and she could heal one set of aggravated damage with a massive blood infusion and a day of rest tomorrow. Well, Matthew says he's sending blood our way, so... Yeah, I mean, we're going to need her. Yeah. Great. So you can call ahead. I imagine Evangeline might do the call. I'm not sure who's the most organized in terms of talking to the hospital. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. So Evangeline will order the blood for you. During the last stretch of this drive, as you know, that the loyalist Nostra are following you and going to be supervising you in town. I'd love to hear the chat between the person who unloaded a Tech 9 into people they were trying to escape and then the person who jumped out of the car along with the sheriff and Evangeline who got thrown out of a trunk to try to kidnap someone. What's this car ride like now? Everett, um, <laughs> as seems to be increasingly the case, just does not have time for like the why. <laughs> <laughs> he just needs to perform triage. Uh, as soon as we are in range for our uh, like our short band radio or whatever that would be called, he's trying to get. Oh no, you know we got. I've got. I still got my phone. Yep. I'm calling the station. Great for Troy or Barty, whoever's there. Um, the first thing I want to ask is like, has Red Cell arrived? Hey, it's Troy. What's what do you know? Troy, we're on our way back, and we've got uh, the old school Note Nostra about uh, twenty of them in tow, following us. Why? To why? Because they threatened us with guns on the highway and knocked us off the road. We didn't have a choice. What I want to do is see if we can't get the drop on them as we head in. Okay. Is the uh, is Red Sail set up next door yet? Who? Red Sail. They likely would have made themselves known. So no, no, we don't have that. Shit. Is Bart around? Yeah, Bart's here. All right, put him on. Okay. 
Hey, what the fuck's going on? We're getting chased into town by about 20 Note Nostra. Wait, they're like coming after you? Yeah. Why? Because they think we made a deal with the new Note Nostra and they want the same thing. I mean, did you? No. Okay. Uh, what do you I'm, want me to do? I mean, they think we did. Wait, who's they? The new Note Nostra. So the ones you went to meet think you made a deal? Yeah, now the loyalists want the same deal. Well, why don't, why don't you just say yes? Because it's 10 million a month. Okay, but if you don't pay it, they kill everybody? Yeah. So couldn't you just lie and like buy us 30 days? Yeah, that's what I've done so far, but they're following us into town and I don't want to lose them all. There's 20 of them. The new Note Nostra is sending about five. The loyalists are sending in a fucking battalion. Okay, so you want me to like find an apartment building to put them in? Or you want me to try to get the daytime officers to go to war with vampires? I don't want a war. I want to track these ones. We well, got. We, do we have the numbers to just keep an eye on them? Uh, I mean, I got to pull down shit in town, but we might be able to supervise them. I just want to know where they are so that we can clean them up discreetly and uh, precisely, surgically. All right, I'll put, I'll put Jordy on it. He can fucking watch them. All right, thank you. Okay, uh... See you soon. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> Just hang <laughs> up the phone. You have like four minutes before you're at the station yeah. collectively. Is there anything you want to say to each other in this vehicle? I think that's actually what Everett says is just like after the phone conversation, just a breath and then is there anything any of y'all would like to say right now? No, Evangeline opens and closes her mouth several times. Can we pit them against each other? No, I'm talking about what just happened. Wait, is oh. Alfred Rudy gone yet? I think he means what just happened. I don't I don't know if he's gone yet. Well, cuz these the 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 Note Nostra immediately following would want him, right? I'd like to make good on the one deal I actually plan on following through with tonight. <laughs> Which is Evangeline's gonna put her hand on her head? Like, too many deals. We're giving Which is him. giving him to Matthew Theobald, yeah, our informant, who will be giving us more information and is bringing legitimate blood into the city. Now, I, I guess, foolishly thought that, you know, if we were more forgiven with one another that uh, we might be able to make this whole uh, feral thing work, you know, support each other. But it's not working. Like Bart said, we got to figure something out. Something has to be done about this. We cannot go into life or death meetings with some of the most powerful people in the country and potentially just completely fuck it up, almost seemingly at random. <laughs> 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 we could have potentially undone so much hard work tonight and I honestly I don't have an answer Val you know the answer you have to drink people till they're dead yeah Sheriff the only way to keep the beast at bay is to fucking kill people have no more hunger cause then the beast is sated you kill people, you don't fuck around. That's why these people don't have the problems we do. 
book. I'm going to keep working on my experiments. The only one of us I actually feel comfortable with letting that happen to, and it's going to sound selfish, but it's me. Because I drink Kindred. I drink vampires. And most of the folk in this town seem fine enough. But the Note Nostra want to keep sending folks in here, the new Note Nostra, the children of Lilith, I'd be happy to drink them dry and kill them all. Well, that's not going to work for y'all, is it? No. No. Uh, I was going to say, on the scale of technical answers, Val, I think you can drink anybody you fucking please. Mm -hmm. And drinking a vampire is fine. It's not necessarily the same as Diablory. Those are two different things. It's still fucking high treason crime. Camarilla, but possible. Also, I don't think you would have the same compunction about drinking, like, employees of the Note Nostra or new Note Nostra to death. Doris, you're a consensualist. It's going to be a real problem. Oh, no, I couldn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sheriff, whatever the fuck you need to do, I'll back you. That'd be reassuring if I knew what the fuck I need to do. And you get to the station and you go inside and you just hear yelling coming out of the jail cell area. And you look over and see a couple of the besuited thugs that you would recognize as the variety of Matthew Theobalds. And you just hear a voice from inside going, I don't want to go. Get away. No, 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 no. And uh, when you look around the corner, you see that Alford the Fang Rudy, who is uh, short, looks vaguely like the penguin from the TV series Gotham, if you remember yeah. that very specific mm-hmm. kind of odd type, uh, is currently fighting off the three goons trying to take him out while Troy just looks on, terrified as shit. Barty's like, he doesn't want to fucking leave. Uh, that That's immaterial to Everett. Uh, is he, there a stake somewhere nearby? <laughs> like a wooden one? Yeah, a You are one. all carrying Wait. wooden and silver stakes. Oh, we have both. Oh, I'm going to go stake this guy. What? No, I don't want to go. This is this doesn't have to happen. This doesn't have to happen to me. It doesn't have to happen. Wait, why don't you want to go? He's going to eat me. He's going to eat me. He says he loves you, but then he eats you Val, and then you die. Finish it, Clark. <clears throat> turn off that part of your what? brain right now. I don't. I don't. I don't want Turn it off. It I gets easier. Val's going to stake him. I don't no. care. All right, so Val's going to stake him. Uh, Troy is standing next to Evangeline, equally fucking bothered. And Barty's like, you don't have to turn that party off. Just come on over here. And he's just going to grab them both and like march them into the interrogation room. Like, I don't want to eat people. <laughs> I don't know what that's about, but that's a, <laughs> that's a fucking tomorrow problem. Uh, and he's just going to like close them both in. Okay. I talked to one of these suits if I can. Or if they've Great. Got something so else. you're going to stake. Let's get that first. Uh, normally it would be at a minus two dice pool, but we're not going to do that. There are so many suits here who are vaguely willing to help you that mm-hmm. you can just stake him. Yep. So let's get the die pool just in case. Uh, But not at minus two. So it'll be strength and melee. Okay. Three successes. Yeah, you rolled none. So he's never been more staked. He just goes (laughs) stiff and the goons pick him up to like carry him out. And there's one goon uh, with a tight ponytail looking to you, Tyler. Yeah. Uh, There's about 20 of the loyalists followed us in here. I assume they'd be keen to get that one back. So... Do you and your crew have a way to get out of here either discreetly or enough protection? It's okay. I talked with Jordy on the phone. The 20 just fucking blew through town. They're going to hide out somewhere outside, so they're not here. If you go fucking fast, you should be fine. All right. You heard Bart. Get out of here. (laughs) And she turns on her heel and they disappear with Alford, just a very stiff statue carried out, shoved in the back of a van and off they go. 
Barty opens the door to the interrogation room. He's like, you can come out now. It's over. Can I, can I go home? Yeah. Can I go? Okay, bye. You're dismissed. Evangeline just, she, whoo, she races out of there. Everybody else. Doris, um, you're immensely fucked up, but the blood delivery a lot arrives. Okay, yeah. Just a courier say, dropping it off up in your room. What time is it right now? It's closing in on morning. You're you're wrapping up the night. Shit. Okay. Um, then yeah, I think I think she's gonna head up to the attic and you're just gonna see her as she's going. She's not even talking to anyone. She's just rolling up rolling up her sleeve and just says, I need to make more experiments. It has to work better. And then you just she just disappears. Val's gonna stop by Everett on the way out and just Sheriff got a minute. Yeah. Just he's tired. He's like, Yeah, I got I got a minute. What is it? Just I wanted to say thank you for standing up for me and the whole trial and all that bullshit and I just I it wasn't a fucking small thing and you could have just put me down. And I'll try to make it up to you. All right. Good that's, night. That's fine. And you all have an incredibly uneasy night. The next morning, Doris, you wake up inside. I don't think you would have slept in your coffin because it would be tough to do the blood transfusions through your coffin. Mm -hmm. Do you have a chair? Where would you comfortably set yourself up to kind of be a bit of a statue pumped full of blood? Oh, I think she has one of those bean bags. Bam, you are in a bean bag. Yep. You wake up in mm -hmm. a bean bag with your Great. IV of blood still flowing into you. Great. Uh, if you have a relatively easy day, you will heal your last point of aggravated damage, but mm -hmm. all of your superficial damage is healed. Because okay. those are all superficial damage is just a rouse check to heal. Yeah. Um, so being able to pump the blood into yourself lets that keep going. Okay. Let's hear that tarot reading. <laughs> What's an occult? After the craziest night, back to Jesus. theoretically a normal night. Yeah. A oh, normal what about night. Hunger? hunger, you're back to one. Uh, one hunger. Okay. You're always at one, unless you drain somebody to death. Yeah. What's an occult? Uh, okay. Oh my god. Oh, look at that. <laughs> it's a bestial failure. I got three ones. On your tarot reading. What? On my tarot the reading. The fuck <laughs> is happening? Majestic. Uh, oh, Doris. I'm going to get fired. <laughs> <laughs> Please I'm don't fire me, Everett. Doris, <laughs> there are two things that you get from this reading mm -hmm. and this night. One is the realization that your blood in its current form of just drinking a vial is the cure to being healed. It fixed the compulsion for Val and you forgot to drink your vial of your blood from when you were calm. And that was your bad because when you got excited and tried to kill everybody, you weren't calm. Mm -hmm. So you could have added calm blood to your system, but you didn't. Mm -hmm. The other thing you draw is a card. And without even thinking it, you added the cards from the other deck last night that was given to you by your new frenemy, Matthew Theobald, into your deck. 
and you roll one over and the card that you choose symbolizes rebirth. And it is one of your drawings that you had forgotten about. Just a joyous, glorious rebirth that is to be celebrated. What is the image that you drew that you now go, oh, that's rebirth. That's a good sign. Today is the day I die. Okay, but what's the picture that you drew that's on the card? Oh. Because they're all animal stuff, and his new cards for you was stuff you drew. So what did you draw that gives you the symbolism of, like, a celebrated rebirth? Dork. And what's the background of the card? Um, um, and what is the stork doing? Because they're all activities on weird backdrops. Yeah, I think it's a big stork holding up a little stork like a Lion King kind of pose. <laughs> um, <laughs> and it, but, it, but it's over lava. Okay. Wow. Jeez. So it's like phoenix imagery as well. Nice. But for you, it reads overwhelmingly positive. Oh. Oh, it's good. This could not be a better rebirth. This is the like best card you've ever drawn. Today's the day you die. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, my god. Um, oh goodness. Okay. I was just so ready for like a failure. No, you've just you've no. never been more jazzed about a card. This is the best rebirth ever. Um, okay. Then this is the day that the sheriff's department can do no wrong. <laughs> yeah. Nothing but wins. Yeah. I love this. So that's the energy you have this morning. Yeah. As you like keep yourself pumped full of blood, you're just rocking it. You make a few more calm vials for everybody. Yeah. Uh, Everett, you are down. You've got good boy as you get up. Do you take good boy for a walk or no today? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I'll take him for a walk. All righty, let's get that. Let's get that that roll for you. Got to point an animal Ken now. Yeah, exactly. This morning we will be going with composure in Animal Ken. It's your ability to keep it together after all the shit that went down yesterday to get Good Boy to putter around mm. the streets. There may be days where you have a little more attention on this, but this is like, nope, it's a normal morning. Got to walk the dog, no matter how shit things have gone. Right. <laughs> Special failure. <laughs> High five. You hate this morning. Yeah. Special failure. <laughs> Uh, let's just cut it. Let's just cut it there. Just for, <laughs> and then never do the show again. <laughs> and cancel. Throw it in a river. Throw uh, it away. This morning, yeah. uh, good boy is lunging at mortals again. Okay. Sometimes dogs make steps forward with training. Sometimes they take steps back. This morning, you don't mind. You don't uh -huh. want to fucking talk to people. You are sick of all of the bullshit that is going on. And having a mean dog just checks things off for you. Uh, I am going to say you no longer get your bonus die for trying to control him because this is your beast celebrating having a beast. You are unified oh in that kind God. of unhealthy, dangerous person with dangerous dog kind of way. You still retain your points in Animal Ken. It just means okay. you'll be rolling two dice for that pool until your Animal Ken grows stronger. Okay. Or on different days where you're not worried about composure. So I'm losing that good boy is less hostile to mortals? Yes. That's what I'm losing? Okay. Because you, you, you are... <laughs> You are, you are, that was a beautiful yeah. sound. You, you are rewarding him with blood for it today because okay. you are so fucking sick of people fucking with you that you're like, oh my God. this dog is more reliable than mm. the majority of people you deal with. Okay. Val, how's your morning going? Val, last it's, night... It's your turn to roll a beast, Oh Yeah, I know, it is. But Val, last <laughs> oh night, she God, was I very hungry and angry, so I feel like she... She raided the fridge that was in the apartment and drank mm -hmm. all the blood and then yep. passed out on the floor in front of it. And right. that's where she woke up. Mm. And that's where you woke up. All righty. Uh, you have rings in your pocket. Yeah, that's right. All right. I'll... And I think this is that moment where like you wake up hungover after dinner. Like, what did I do? And you're like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
But yeah. instead of like fi- opening up your phone and being like, whose number is that? You're like, what are these rings What's in my, in my pocket? pocket? Yeah. Yeah. And I think you get to take another look at them. So let's okay. get a wits and a streetwise. Okay. Wits and streetwise again. <laughs> Here we go. Are we going into the darkness too? No, just two successes. God, I would have laughed. <laughs> Two successes. Now that you're outside of these stressful circumstances surrounded by other people and have some time to play with the rings, you realize that on the inside of each of the rings, opposite the gem, mm-hmm. with the little interlocking fixtures, with a swipe of your thumb, you can slide it sideways. And when you look at the front, the gem slides aside and reveals a silver like knuckle piece. So, so with like these secret. rings on each hand, if you run your thumbs down the inside, you are now wearing silver bra- like brass knuckles. But if you flip them back up, you could pass them off as rings in polite or impolite company. So it is a hidden silver brass knuckles you can wear pretty much wherever you want. That's sexy. Oh, yeah. Val's going to put them all on. He's like, fucking guy knows shit. (laughs) (laughs) Evangeline, you wake up. Mm -hmm. You are in bed. Teddy brings you breakfast in bed for the second time after Mm -hmm. the things that have happened in recent history. He was not home when you got home originally. So you have dealt with the emotional aftermath of last night on your own. What happens? Um, what you doing tonight, Teddy? Ah, work is the plan. Wait, what are you out? Wait, are you working, oh. working nights now? Wait. Well, I mean, okay. Oh, oh, fuck, fuck. Sorry, I get bad at scheduling because it's all over the place. No, I'm, I'm covering one for Margaret. Oh. Why? What were you thinking? I was kind of thinking of just staying home. Oh, I'm sick. Oh, (laughs) I can't believe it. I'm so sick. Okay, cool. Can we just hang out? Fuck yeah. Just a second. I got got to text somebody. And you just see Teddy go over to. He's he's he didn't call. He doesn't call in sick often, Mm -hmm. but he was an expert at when you both work (laughs) more similar hours, like where you, you would have more time off. So he knows the the light in the bathroom where he can angle himself, where it gives him like extra bags under his eyes and makes him look like dog shit. <laughs> and he takes a photo and just texts that into work, being like, "I'm too sick, I can't make it." And he's like, "All right, yeah, what do you let's you want to watch some shit? What do you want to do?" Yep. So the two of you just curl up on the couch and watch some stuff with Percy, kind of on your mutual laps mm-hmm. under a blanket, and that's where you stay. Mm-hmm. Correct. Val, you pull up in front of the house. Nobody comes out. I'll wait 10 minutes, 15 minutes, looking at the clock in the car, thinks about texting Evangeline, puts the phone back in her pocket, just drives to the office. And Val, you drive to the office, where you find the newly confident and bright and chipper Doris and Everett after hating the town. Uh, And Dr. Holloway shows up. And is like, I don't know what you did, and I don't know who you made friends with, but we have the blood. Blood problem's gone. If we don't add any new vampires, we're fine. And this number is fine. We're adding new vampires. Wait, what? Yeah. How many? I can't tell you, but... uh. Oh, okay. Ballpark. Ballpark. 25. Wait, why... Tw- wh- I'm going to try to get it down. Okay. I, uh, uh, uh... Wait, are you... Uh... Holloway just step into my office and he shuts the door and he's like, okay, so we got these people, fucking vampires in Utah. You don't have to fucking feed them. If I don't feed them, aren't they going to hunt? 
They might hunt anyways. Just fucking make sure they don't hunt in town. All right. Even the, uh, uh, I don't like it, but fine. Yeah, I mean, those 20 fuck. here's the deal. If they come into town and they start eating New Haven people, we'll just fucking shoot them. You can blame it on the daytime. They said they'd be sneaky. It's their fucking problem if they get caught. Deal can be off if they're hunting. They know the deal here. Yeah, they can't All fuck right. around. That's, that's fine. We can do that. They can't fuck around with the sheriff's department. That's that's right, Taurus. Good. good call. Where's Evangeline? He says to Val, who shows up solo. She's at home, probably. She didn't show up to come in. So, all right. Uh, vampires get sick? I don't know. Someone give her a call to make sure it's not anything serious. If she doesn't want to come in, then that's fine. But make fine. sure she's safe. Val is going to take a couple steps away and call. Ring, ring Evangeline. Uh, Evangeline will ignore the call. Val will text her. You okay? Question mark. <laughs> Uh, Evangeline texts, she sees it, she texts back, no. Are you calling off sick, question mark? Yes. She's fine, she's <laughs> sick, or something. She's not coming in today. Okay, just a second. He opens the door to the interrogation. Dr. Holloway, uh, no new vampires, we're good, they fucked up the math. I do need to speak to you, doctor, about a cure. Okay, well, uh, I've got a shift I gotta do. Can I come over after the shift? Absolutely. Okay, I'll be back with you later today. I just want to say thank you. You do not realize how big a deal this is. I'm going to ignore that 20 thing. We're just, that didn't happen, that didn't happen, that didn't happen. But I have enough for the people in the town. Whatever you did was amazing. Thank you. I cannot owe you enough. I'll tell Evangeline when she's feeling better. Maybe I'll give her a call if she's feeling sick. And Dr. Kate leaves. And you realize there is at least one problem off your list. I was going to say Doris's face is just shining. And she's like, see, we did a good thing. And Barty, standing with all of you, says, okay, so we just got to figure out a plan to get uh, to eliminate two massive vampire mafias or raise $20 million this month. And every month going forward. Yeah, I'm just going to focus on this month short term. Well, we'll see you guys in a second. Uh, and he goes into his office. And closes the door, and you have this absurd, strange moment together. So we pit them against each other. They're already against each other. Exactly. And we use ourselves as the catalyst to do so. And that makes New Haven their war zone. Or we find neutral ground, draw them to it. Boom. Vampire fight. Yeah. Yeah. But what then? They send their soldiers, but they, the leaders, are still around and angry and have more soldiers. Hmm. Well. And you just hear Barty from his office go, holy shit, you guys need to fucking see this. And you go into his yep. office, I would assume. Yep. Uh, and you all see... A piece of news popping up from an in-city vampire service. There is video. There is audio. Evangeline, you see this news alert pop up on your phone and you check this on your couch at home. The city should be in a good place. The city should have enough blood for its existing vampire population. 
the city should all be doing fine. But the Pyramid 2.0 has just received $50 million in seed funding, which wouldn't be a problem in and of itself. But there's a news conference going on. The Pyramid 2.0 has just created five new vampires of New Haven citizens, and they're announcing applications for the next wave. This episode of Blood and Syrup features the voices of Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, Claire Blackwood at Claire Blackwood on Twitter, Del Borvik at Deltastic on Twitter, Laura Hamstra at EL Hamstring on Twitter, and storyteller Ryan LaPlante at The Ryan LaPlante on Twitter. This episode was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra, and Blood and Syrup's artwork was created by Del Borvik at delborvik.com. That's D E L B O R O V I C. Our theme songs are What's Really Going On Right Now by Chase Allen Willis and Traffic by Kai Engel. And our ads use the tracks No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar, J A H Z Z A R. All of their music is available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com, our Twitter and Instagram at dumdumdice, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. We also have merchandise available at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice. And most importantly, you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. Sleep well, my kindred. Sleep well in this world of darkness. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christopher Little, Sue One, George Dolby, Richard Cranium, Gavin and Abby McDonald, Logan, Fire Unfriendly, Grandma Likes D&D, Alan, Stabby Stranger, Glitch Trick, Flynn 1138, Alorraine Okapi, OMG It's Big Nick, D&D and Things, Schrodinger's Pepper, Guy Edwards, Flea Unit, Madre de Gatos, Lady Maiden, Nithrian, Garbo Ape, Locke, Sam Schaefer, Waffle Marine, Dagger Rain, Rob L, Dia de los Hoodless, Diovasis, Loki Burrito, Squishy Werewolf, Remy, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.